Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever the hell time you're listening to this. This is Denny Armour Trading. And Lewis Houston. This is the No Grades Area podcast. And uh, this is, so, so this is actually episode number four. Yeah, this is episode number four. The next episode you're listening to might say that it's episode number four, but that's a lie. Yeah, we were wrong. Um, just because we, we're trying to be smart and uh, and pre-record some of these episodes, but we forgot that time is actually a thing that exists. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're we're recording episode four on Monday evening, having already recorded episode five on the Friday before. Cool. So should we just explain the con- basically the concept of what we're trying to do? Yeah, yeah. So what we're trying to do is have one. Uh, Alternate weeks have one current affairs or pop culture and then the other one a sort of topical thing that isn't necessarily time capped. Um, That way we can can record two episodes at once and then we don't have to see each other that often. Because let's be honest, if we keep seeing each other this month, like this this often, we're going to end up falling in love and running away with each other. Exactly, exactly. And Lewis is a married man and... It'll just get messy. Exactly, exactly. We can't have it. I don't want to be that guy. Exactly. So, uh, so today, obviously, the weekend has just passed, and uh, and yeah, we just just have a little catch up. So, so what did you get up to this weekend? Um, so I start with yesterday. It's Monday now. Yesterday, I haven't had much sleep, so I've had a a busy weekend. Actually, I've had work to do. Um, just that nine to five catch up. I've been working on the website. Shout out Inspire um, EBP based in Hackney. There were. Um, education and business partnership charity based in Hackney in East London so I've been working on the website for them um, and I had to do a presentation as well so I was working on that all weekend but on the lighter note I went to the cinema went to see A Star Is Born pretty decent I weren't really sure what it was about um, but I saw a lot of the 5 star 5 star 5 star 4 star 4 star okay, review okay. ratings um, it's a good film don't, don't spoil it for, for anyone but what, what's the gist of that film I haven't even seen the so the gist is um, it reminded me of a few actual real pop stars. So the gist is, a famous kind of rock star type person comes to the end of his career, becomes re-inspired, and he's like a bit of an alcoholic, becomes re-inspired by just going to a random bar to get a drink and seeing someone perform. Yeah. Um, they, you know, as you, and then from there, it's kind of, as you would expect, like she's now new in the limelight. He, she's starting her career. He's, his career's sort of winding Dying. up. And it's that relationship okay. and that sort of balance and that. But really good film. It was actually, which I didn't realise, was directed by Bradley Cooper, who also um, is the main uh, uh, main person yes, in yes, the yes. film, also stars. And he'd done the screenplay as well, along with someone else. So I was quite impressed with that. That's pretty cool, man. Do you know what? As you're describing it, though, it reminded me of a Hindi film that I saw earlier okay. this year. called I think it was called Secret Superstar, which is okay. similar. Basically, this girl, she makes YouTube videos, mm. goes viral... Everyone wants to know who she is because she wears a, a niqab to cover her face. Because for I won't spoil it, but she she don't want people to know who she is. Yeah. But the guy who's trying to like help make her famous is a singer at the end of his career, right, who's like okay. trying to trying to bring like the next new hot talent in, ah. kind of thing. So yes, yeah, maybe I don't know, man, because tra- traditionally Hindi movies have ripped off Western movies. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a film called uh, Gajani. Mm. With a, uh, there's a really famous uh, Indian actor called Amir Khan, and he only makes like one movie a year, which sounds like 
like a lot in Hollywood terms. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that, like only. <laughs> but in, in Bollywood terms, they make like three, four movies a year. And he made a film called Gudjani, which is uh, it's basically... I feel like I've heard of that. Well, you might have, because yeah. basically what this guy, he's, he's got short-term memory loss, and he has a load of Polaroids to help remind him of things, and mm. he's got tattoos on his body to help remind him of stuff about something is terrible that, that had... Exactly. Ah, they ripped yeah. off Memento. Ah. And it's like almost exact. And actually, there's a, another uh, film that rips off... Uh, um, oh, God, what's that movie? Warriors. Warrior? You know the one with Tom Hardy, yeah. where he's the UFC fighter? Yeah. It's apparently even the script is the same. I actually haven't oh, wow. seen it, but someone was telling me, yeah, yeah it's mm. pretty much the identical movie. Okay. Exact same thing. Why did they just rip it off, or the person markets it like the the writer gets credits I, for it over I there? I think as it well. depends on like how how they enforce copyright law, because mm. obviously, like in China, there's no such thing as copyright law, yeah. so they just rip off everything from anywhere, yeah. and no one can do anything about it. But there was a film back in the day, I think it was called We Are Family, where they took an uh, old Elvis song. Okay. And they ripped off all the all the music from it, or one particular song from it. You know, Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, they had the all the music was the same. They just rewrote the lyrics, and I think Sony sued them, and they ended up not making a penny off the movie in the end because the amount of money oh, wow. they had to pay to, to, pay Sony, to Sony, which is mad. I, I know, like um, Ricky Gervais. Mm. You know, The Office. Yeah, and that's like gone all around the world, mm. and he's still making money off of it. And I think I saw an interview last year; they were about to do an Indian one. And he said he's still basically going to be making money off that. So I guess maybe it depends how they do it. Like they can pitch it or yeah, yeah. if they don't, someone else just rips it off That's or something. Um, but yeah, and then uh, so what did you get up to Saturday? Saturday, I tried to rewind the clock. I had three parties to go to. And everyone, like, so one, the fun, this is basically one of my good, good mates invited me to a party first. It was her birthday and it was a fancy dress party. So I've gone and this is what I mentioned it. You did? Yes. But on the next podcast. On the next podcast, I mentioned <laughs> it, which was recorded before this one. It's a bit confusing now. Right. So I, I, I dressed up as um, Michael Jordan from Space Jam. I got myself some fresh new Jordans. I went all out. Had the full full kit, everything. So I was committed. Of course. So then another mate, um, whose birthday was the previous Tuesday, I was then invited to his 40th. Okay. So again, it's a significant birthday. And then my cousins, it was my cousin's 30th, whose birthday actually was that on the Saturday. And again, it's another significant 40th. Well, so it's the 30th. 30th, sorry, yeah. another significant birthday. So Obviously, you made it to the 30th. She's your cousin, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what I done, what I done, because, because I knew hers would, be, hers would be the last one, I went and saw her earlier in the day, just in case. Okay. My intention was to make it to her. Right. But um, I wasn't allowed to leave, basically. Oh, dear. I, I, got, I, got, I got in beef leaving the first party early because, um, again, it was a 40th. And then I tried... And then we got lost getting to the second party. So I didn't get there until 10.30, which was actually the time I planned to leave there. Oh, snap. <laughs> so I just wasn't allowed to leave. And then the party... Was it was a sick, sick party, though, sick party. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? I, so I was supposed to go to the, the 30th as well. Yeah, and uh, and I had every intention of going. Now my my wife never goes out, and she also got an invitation to someone's birthday party. Yeah, it was a very last minute thing. But um, but I was like, listen, you never go out. She's a good friend of yours. You're going, right? Yeah. When you get back, I'll go. She was like, fine. And she was saying she didn't want to get home too late anyway, so she spoke to her friend. They were just going out for dinner with a group of girls. So she was like, I should be home 
no later than 10 o'clock. Yeah. Like, that's fine, that's fine, don't worry. Now, my little one was actually really poorly over the weekend as well. So I've I put him down at like 7 o'clock, chilled out. I think I watched uh, I watched the original Karate Kid. Oh, sick. Yeah, which, do you know what? I'm, I'm, if anyone watches that movie in, in the future, there's, there's a, the famous scene where Miyagi makes his like grand entrance, as it were. He's already appeared in the movie, but yeah. he, he jumps over the fence and beats the crap out of all the Cobra Kai guys yeah. and saves Danny. Yeah. Right, here's the thing though, right? Danny was trying to jump over a gate. Yeah. 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 They grabbed him, pulled him down, kicked his ass. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi saves him, picks Danny up, opens the gate and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so, mate, yeah. come on now. Talking about Kai so, yeah. have you watched these recent ones, uh, Cobra Kai on YouTube? I haven't, I haven't. So the first two episodes are free. Okay. But when I try to watch them, because um, I don't do that whole pirating thing, when I try to uh, subscribe, YouTube, I think it was on YouTube Red. Yeah. It wasn't released over here yet. Yeah. But the first two episodes, proper nostalgic. Oh, it? Yeah, oh, it's, okay, they're okay. good. They're good. Do you know what? It's defi- and it's funny as well. It's YouTube is starting to take the mic, man. Every time I go on there, two adverts. Yeah. Ev- before almost every video, it's like two 15 second yeah, adverts. Yeah. I'm like, this is worse than watching TV. Yeah. And I'm not giving you guys £10 a month. I'm just going to go to another streaming, yeah, streaming that's platform. That's what they want, I think. They want to they, they yeah. push people towards paying. But, um, to get but, with the ads. but yeah, so, so I, was, I was waiting for for my wife to get home and uh, 10 o'clock comes she's still not home and she texts me she's like yeah I'm, I'm going to be leaving soon she ended up getting home by like 11 and my, my kid had like woken up a couple of times and he was a bit restless and I was turned out he had a chest infection he had a really high temperature yeah. and actually um, that night he woke up we tried to give him some cowpole and it was, so I, I don't like him sleeping in our bed at all. I'm like, yeah. kid, you've got your own bed. Get your ass in there. Yeah. He's one year old. He's old enough to fend for himself, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about taking the railings down off his cot bed and everything and just leaving the gate open. I'm like, kid, you're old enough. Go downstairs, make your breakfast, sort it out. But, um, but yeah, so he, so he, my, my wife brought him into bed with us because like, it's terrible. It's, it's actually, as a parent, it's quite heart-wrenching to, to hear your kid that young yeah, yeah. struggling like he's yeah. he's sleeping and he's like yeah. you're like oh god man I feel for him so much but um, you know I still nudged him like shut up I'm trying to sleep Yeah. but he just wasn't having it kept going and then we he woke up in the middle of the night and uh, he ended up throwing up all over our bed Ooh, shit. like it went it went through the bed sheets like, everything get back in your bed <laughs> <laughs> I had to bath him and as as it goes I'd actually because I, I had a feeling like he was going to throw up mm. So I I quickly, uh, I was lying down, so I literally just lifted him upright, put my head behind his back so that he wouldn't fall back again, had my arm around him, and uh, and he threw up all over my arm, all awesome. over my chest, all over the bed, all over himself. How old is he? One now? He, yeah, he's th- 13 and a half months. This yeah. is a really weird thing, but you know when babies are brand, brand new? Yeah. And they, like it's a car, when babies yeah. are new. Brand new. Yeah. It's, it's new 17 or. plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they and they vomit. Yeah, it's got that kind of baby smell to it. Has he gone beyond that now? No, he, is it just he's, like he's gone beyond that, bro. Oh, it was disgusting. Straight yeah, yeah. And there. the thing is, it was weird as well because so so my wife's proper OCD. Like everything has to be immaculate. But at four o'clock in the morning, that that's kind of gone. She was she was like, yeah, I don't think he got any on the duvet. She took the duvet cover off. I lift up the duvet. Like, 
But she, there's definitely vomit on that. And then uh, and then I went into the bedroom and she's like, yeah, I've checked the mattress. It's fine. And I could just see this little dollop of what looked like yogurt. Yeah. I was I like, know. that is what I think that is, isn't it? And the weird thing was, it was at the other side of the bed. He was nowhere near that. Oh, gosh. So, Projectile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then the, the day after, I was trying to give him some breakfast. And uh, he'd, he'd reached over and grabbed the plate. Mm-hmm. And... I'm looking at him. He's got the plate in his hand, and it's like a—it's not a kid's plate. It's a normal like side plate. Yeah. And I don't know what came over. Like, why I didn't just reach out and grab it off him straight away? I didn't say. I was like in my mind, I was going slow motion. Yeah. I was like, huh? He's got a plate. That can't be good. And then he dropped it, and he dropped it on the edge of our glass table. It was like eight hundred pound table. Sure. <laughs> and he and he chipped the end off the table, sure. and obviously broke the plate. And before I could. I was a, I don't know why, I felt like I was going to get really annoyed, like I was going to get angry with him. Yeah. Before I could get those words out, I was like, what are you doing, you idiot? It's your fault. You should have grabbed the plate off him. Yeah, You're a yeah. mug. But I was, I was about to go, I like, what are you doing? Yeah. Out. I realized that's what my parents used to do. Yeah, me, like, yeah. you break a plate. I don't know what it was like in your house. But if I broke a plate as a kid, that I, was was in, a I was in trouble. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, it's my fault, man. It's my fault. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was my Saturday, man. I just kind of, I killed my Saturday. And then... Um, yeah, Sunday we just we just kind of tried to make sure he was comfortable as much yeah. as possible. Wrote off my wrote off my whole weekend, okay. which is a bit lame. How's he getting? Is he feeling better? Yeah, he's he's getting there, man. It's weird. Like this is his first proper sickness, mm. and it's uh, like I'm I'm quite ruthless. I'm just like, mate, you need to hurry up and get over it. I've got yeah. stuff to do. <laughs> the one thing that is nice though, like kids that young, yeah. you have to keep them entertained like yeah. constant. Yeah. And obviously, you want to make sure that they're they getting educated while entertained. So, like, we do the little shapes things with him yeah. and all that stuff. But the one nice thing about it is he don't want to do none of that. He just wants to sit on your lap. So you just sit on your lap, watch TV, and he's yeah. chilling. <laughs> it's all right. He's just really it's clinging at the minute. Nice, nice. But yeah, man. So other than that, it's, it was all good. But uh, I think we've got some some like current uh, event stuff that you've been. Yeah, yeah. Been a couple of couple of things. Um, What's been going on? What's been going on? Um, start off with the Ryanair thing. Been hearing about the Ryanair boycott? Do you know what? I'm completely out of that. I've not heard nothing. So, you know, you know, you know, like, um, nothing... Uh, I think you spoke about every, it the everyone's, everyone's got a camera, haven't they? Oh, of course. And uh, no, it was the last time on the train. Was this the racist guy? Yeah, that's ah, the one. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Go on, yeah. For, for anyone that hasn't heard what so, happened... This guy's on the on the on the train. I'm oh, sorry, on the plane. This guy's on the plane. It's a Ryanair flight. Um, I swear we we're talking about Ryanair the other week. You did mention that, well. yes. yeah. Um, Indirectly. Yeah. So guys on the guys on the plane. There's a space, and then there's a, a black woman sitting in the um, on in the, the aisle seat. Yeah. yeah. And where the video picks up is. He's. It starts off with him just sort of being abusive, um, but just like a bit sort of cantankerous, like "Oh, I don't want you sitting next to me," like really sort of stupid stuff. Yeah. He starts getting a bit more up in the ante a little bit. A woman who I believe was the old lady's um, daughter comes over, and then there's a bit of an exchange between him, like she's telling him, "Don't you dare speak to her in that way," um, and the sort of thing you'd expect. Uh, staff kind of come over for a little bit, try and calm things down. 
um, there's another chap who's trying to, who's like sitting he's behind in the him. Behind him. Yeah, yeah, he looks like he's trying to sort things out. And then the dude turns around and says something along the lines of, "You effing black, you effing ugly black yeah. something." He said, "I don't want that ugly black." I think he said that ugly black black bitch, but I can't. I can't yeah, I, can't so quote. I think I think it might have been bastard. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Yeah yeah. So. Um, and then he even said, like, don't talk in a foreign language yeah, about me. Yeah, he I said d- to her, don't talk in a foreign language. And it, she just had an accent. Like, this guy was clearly ignorant. Yeah. Um, and obviously, since that, so the lady ended up moving. Yeah. Um, and the guy who was filming it, if I remember rightly, had said, get that guy off the plane. Yeah, like, he, it, he, he, he called yeah. out for that. Yeah. And if I was with... So, so when I was watching it, mm. I was thinking... Surely the staff are going to do a bit more than than what they're doing. At some point, a staff member is going to, you know, grow a pair of balls and yeah. step in and go, "Listen, man, you can't be talking like that. You yeah. say one more word that this woman don't like, I'm gonna kick your ass off the plane." That's what should have happened. Yeah, I think the warning should have happened. And the the weirdly, the guy who was sat behind seemed to be the most adamant. Yeah. He like put his arm in between. He's yeah. like, "Listen, man, you can't yeah. talk to people like that." Yeah, and I was just like, even even just that is not enough. The public. Yeah. Fair enough. Don't get me wrong. Ryanair, your mm. staff, fix up. Yeah. But if I'm a member of the public, you got to shut that guy down. Definitely. Definitely. And it, it doesn't have to be violent. Yeah. But, and and it's, do you know, there's a... I think, I think the guy the guy in the black t-shirt who sat behind, I think I think his intervention was effective. Yeah. It started off like he did kind of... He got firmer and yeah, firmer. Yeah, he got yeah. firmer and firmer. I did think, I did, I did think it had, had, had a bit of an effect. My thing was, um, just with regards, I think... So obviously, as a result of that, there's been this kind of uh, boycott Ryanair trending. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of get it. But at the same time, I almost feel like the guy, the, the staff member who, who you did see in the video, he almost felt like he was a little bit out of his depth. Yeah. And then, because it wasn't, it, it didn't last for that, well, from where we saw to where it ended, it didn't last for that long. And I kind of got the impression the woman was then happy to move and he was almost just like happy it was over and they could just sort of continue, which isn't necessarily the right, right way to react. But I'd be interested to, to know what they'd done for the woman yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Do you know, it sounded like you said it was the white way to react. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> that white speech people, impediment. God damn these white people. But yeah, do you know what? And there was a, so I think it was earlier this year or maybe last year. Do you remember in America, there was two black guys waiting at a coffee shop yeah, yeah. Police got called. They yeah. ended up getting arrested, yeah. and then there was talks of boycotting that particular mm. brand of coffee shop. Yeah. And generally, these boycott things don't seem to work. Like the the company, whoever it is, mm. will release an apology. They'll come out. Yeah. Because there was the other one where there was that guy who got dragged off a flight in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they physically yet. dragged yeah, yeah. him, and that was filmed. And people yeah. going, yeah, yeah, let's boycott them. Yeah. People need to sort out their boycotts and actually stick is, to them. And this is this was one of the things I was going to say. Like. First lot, firstly, like who's boycotting? As yeah. in, who 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 should be boycotting? Who should be angry at that? Yeah. Like you would you would you would. I think most people would imagine black people will be will be angriest at watching that. Well, followed followed closely by anyone of kind of ethnic minority yeah. at all. Would, yeah. Because yeah. that's the the thing for me as a white guy. Obviously, I don't I don't see that stuff affecting me. Yeah. But having an Asian wife. Yeah. And I've I've seen it where people have like almost given her that kind of profiling look or yeah, stereotype, yeah. whatever, and and it's peed me off. Yeah. So 
like I can understand if even if you're obviously that that incident in particular affected a, a black yeah. woman, but I could understand anyone of any kind of ethnic yeah, background. Yeah, I agree. Like, I do you agree. know what? No, you're right. Um, but yeah, so so so, I see. For me, I, I kind of feel like rather than just shouting boycott and then not following that up and allowing that incident to just be potentially get brushed under the carpet, actually follow up, like get everyone to sort of follow up and actually find out the action Ryanair are going to take after, whether it's compensation for the lady, you know, free flights or for the rest of the year or whatever, or um, reporting this guy to the police, which they can do uh, yeah. pro- uh, like after the incident has happened. Mm. I know there was a lot of calls, like MPs got involved yeah. um, from Scotland and, well, and, and England and were actually talking about that. So it'll be interesting to see the follow-up. Dude, that, that guy was not Scottish. He was English. No, he was English, don't, yeah. Don't, I think, I think don't bring Essex. my people into this. <laughs> I think they were in Essex. But the odd thing was, though, to me, though, that guy didn't sound all, all the way there. No, that's, the, that's the, my... The guy didn't you know, sound like... The other point I was going to make was, like, you need to look at the the situation. Mm. There, was a, there was a post I saw at the weekend. This young girl, she posted up a picture of this guy on the train. Mm. She said, this guy approached me on the train. I told him I'm 17. And that I'm not interested, but he kept on asking me, you know, where I'm from, where right. I live, what if I'd come come to his place, da 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 da, da. you know. Um, he he followed me off the train. Now, just by the picture of the guy, I was, I thought he don't look all he don't look all, all, all there. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's it's very easy for me to make that armchair judgment. Yeah. You know, having seen a picture of him, or not, yeah. I might not be right. He he might very well be a, a sexual predator. Yeah. If I'm playing devil's advocate. She said she's seventeen. Yeah. Now the seven most seventeen year old girls these days are like grown women. Yeah. Not all, and don't get me wrong. For me, I mean, I'm in I'm in my thirties, yeah. and I'm married. Even if I wasn't married, if a seventeen, eighteen, even a twenty two year old girl tried chatting to me, I'd be like, "Girl, you need to get your ass back to yeah. school. She's too young." Yeah. But some guys aren't like that, mm. and some guy might well. Well, she's seventeen. She's old enough. Yeah. You know, if she just said she's fifteen and he still pursued it, mm. then obviously there's a legal line there. Obviously, you've got the, the morality line of it as well. Yeah. But then she's like, he, he followed me followed me out of the train station. Oh, I'm wow. like, if he, got out of, if he got off the train, that was his stop. He didn't follow her off the train. He right, was getting okay. off as well. Like, you don't necessarily know. Yeah. And it's, it's very easy in this, obviously, on the, the plane situation as well, to just go, that guy's a racist, this yeah. and that, this and that. And don't get me wrong, what he said was racist. Yeah. And on the train situation, it did seem like he was being a bit predatory towards that girl. Right. You got to look at the individual as well, and look at the the kind of the entire picture. Yeah. So this was my thing with regards to the boycott because I don't. It was like for that to be trending so quickly, for that to be to get to that level where people are saying boycott Ryanair, boycott Ryanair, and all this. Like, firstly, we don't know what action Ryanair took. Like, the situation wasn't handled fantastically, but that was one staff member. Yeah. That doesn't represent Ryanair as necessarily themselves. So as I said, I think it will be we should be more interested in trying to find out what action was taken afterwards. Um, but also, I can't be the only person who looked at that guy, heard him talking and everything, and thought he weren't all there. Yeah. So again, why would I be angry at Ryanair? With, and, and they possibly could have known, because they often get a... And this isn't to defend anything, but on the flight, you often get... Um, if someone, you know, if, whether someone's someone disabled. Someone kind of yeah, learning but, difficulty. Yeah, have, things yeah. like that. So you might have that information. So again, I think... All of this, this, uh, this whole kind of within this kind of, I don't like using the word snowflake because often I fit into it, <laughs> but but <laughs> this slow snowflake culture where straight away we have this, you know, things go online, and then it's like, 
boycott, boycott, boycott. And I would love to know how many people are going to turn around really and go, oh, a flight for £20 to Europe or BA for £100 and then go and take the BA flight. I think boycott Ryanair is half a sentence. It's boycott Ryanair until yeah. this happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? that's, and, that's and that's the thing. Yeah. If, if you yeah. actually said, okay, boycott Ryanair until they retrain staff. But, yeah. but the other thing as well, if you think of air stewards, air stewardesses, mm. I don't know what the, like, I used to say air hostess or whatever. Yeah. Air people. Yeah. <laughs> flight attendants. Yeah. Flight attendants, right? Those, the kind of people that generally, like, you, you fly quite frequently. Yeah. I, yeah. I fly a couple of times a year. You've, I've never f- encountered a member of staff on those flights who has that kind of strong, imposing personality. They and all seem to be very accommodating, very nice, very well spoken, very, very soft, and very demure. I think, I think that's <clears throat> like that situation where that guy got dragged off that flight last year or whenever it was. Oh man, America, they don't play. No, but that remember what happened though is it was um, with even with regards to the, the staff that yeah. weren't the plane staff they actually left the plane got security and yeah. the security or police who dragged but off. it was the plane staff that asked him to get off because they oversold the flight yeah that's, and he that's, was, that's yeah they were like you yeah. gotta get yeah. off you gotta but get I mean, off even or we just get security even there like um you're you're right like uh flight attendants on they don't employ flight attendants yeah. to be security yeah they you, give them training to deal with certain situations but we they're supposed to be nice yeah and, you're not you going to find some guy who's just left like a kind of gang in stratford yeah you know going yeah, yeah listen bruv yeah you better sit down <laughs> in your chair and be quiet right i'm going to bring the peanuts in like 10 minutes yeah put your seatbelt on for i clap you upside the back of your <laughs> this head is bedroom. this is what i mean so <clears throat> as i said i'm going to try and follow it up anyway and see what uh why they actually do um yeah, it's then, one of those like, yeah, I'll boycott Ryanair, and then yeah. I see that they're having a sale, and that's, do you know what? They'll probably just have a sale. This is they'll just have a sale, I'm not lie, and right? everyone's going to forget about it. This is this is partly why this came up because after I heard about that, you went and on. I went, I went. See, this is the thing as well. When am I next going on holiday? Right, okay. my next my next holiday is next month, but it's already booked, and that is by BA. Okay. Um. So my next one will probably be next year. Yeah. So I can boycott until <laughs> until my then. next flight, right? I've done my boycott. But what it was, was, um, and this is what made me kind of think about this. I did. I got Ryanair somewhere like a million seats at 9.99 or 19.99. And I was thinking like, who really is going to, who's going to take, who's going to do that boycott? If people have got that opportunity, who's going to, as I said, spend this much on BA when they can get this much on Ryanair? And if you don't, then all this false promise, false narrative, it, it, it allows companies to get away with shit if things yeah. aren't properly imposed. I think, I think the concept of boycotting is an idealistic concept. Yeah. If, if, money's not, not, if money's not an issue, mm. then you'd boycott a lot of companies. You'd boycott Apple for the way that their staff are treated yeah. in, in China. You'd be yeah. like, well, that's, that's not on. Their, their staff aren't getting paid enough. Yeah. And I think, as you said, Apple are one of the most profitable companies yeah. per unit of sale. Yeah. You know, it's, you could... You could say, yeah, yeah, let's let's boycott, but a we've got that kind of keeping up with the Joneses thing that yeah. everyone does, mm-hmm. and then b we're already invested as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, b we're already invested, yeah. and then c it's very easy to say that you're going to vote with your money or or kind of make a stand with your money until you actually have to say, all right, I've got you know let's say I've got two grand coming in, my bills this month are you know fifteen hundred pound. I've got 500 quid left, I've got to get food, that's 300 pound, and then I've got 200 pound left, I need to buy this, either I buy it from this company that I want to boycott, it's 200, it's, it's 
hundred pounds, yeah. or I spend my entire two hundred pounds going to another yeah, competitor, exactly. you know, and then I'm brass for the rest of the month. Yeah. What would you do? Obviously, your your ideals and your principles have some Limits. level of yeah, yeah. They got to have a limit, man. This is the thing. This is the thing. That's why it's it's I, I, it's interesting. I think we should have, we should have an episode about that once. This sort of um, uh, online mob culture. Do you know what the the thing about the online mob mentality, the online uh, the the comments that people leave? Mm. Like I, recently, I I commented on on a a video yeah. and it it went a bit crazy. I had like oh, I, yeah, I had like right. a thousand people reply to it, and it, I had people calling me all kinds of names and whatnot. Yeah. But do you know what? I I just thought, how many of those people would say that to my face? Standard, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't this say it. And it. and I do. I've seen videos online recently. Where you see these people and they've got like you can tell obviously I'm I'm in martial arts, right? Yeah. So you can you can't always tell to look at someone whether or not they've got any experience fighting. Yeah. But certain people you can tell they've got no experience even doing like any kind of exercise. And you see these guys who, who clearly don't even go for a jog. Yeah. And suddenly something happens and they're like, you son of a bitch, come here, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. And they say Keyboard it. warriors. Yeah, and they yeah. say it to a guy who has, you know, had a couple of scraps down the pub at the weekend or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, he's not playing and he just goes over and slaps a guy up and you're like, mate, you forgot that you're not online. <laughs> this, is this, is this is the real this world. You can't yeah. threaten people in the real world. You might get this slapped. Is it. This is it. So, yeah, it's, it's mad. But, yeah, it would be interesting to... To find out actually if if it did impact, do you know what I'd have done? And this is for for anyone who's who's looking at it. Uh, when you see news like this, go and check their share price. True. And if their share price takes a slump, I know it sounds a bit vulturistic or whatever, or you know whatever. Buy their shares, man. Yeah, true. Because those true. share prices are going back up. True. True. You know, I did the same. Uh, who was I talking about? Tesla. Tesla, yeah. So the the whole Tesla thing happened, and I I literally I messaged Denny and a couple of other friends. I said, "Listen, guys, first thing Monday morning, you get on there and you buy some shares in Tesla. Their share price has dropped by like twenty percent artificially. Uh, it, it will go straight back up." And I actually I was in a meeting at the time when the markets opened, and I forgot to pre-order it, and I missed out on like twenty percent profit. Yeah. Which in a day. In a day, exactly. And even if you've, okay, it doesn't make sense if you've only got £100, but yeah. if you've got £1,000 to invest, yeah. you make 20%. You know, that's, even after you take off the, the cost of share trades, mm. you're still making more than you will on any savings yeah, account exactly. in the country. Exactly. But yeah, but yeah. Exactly. anyway, man, what else has been going on? Um, I'm a bit of a tech geek, so one of the things I found interesting, which is sometimes quite, quite um, uh, divisive, actually, um self self-driving cars so addison lee over the weekend have announced that they are also um going that way so obviously we know uber are i think pretty much every car company is investing in driverless yeah. technology google tesla yeah and a lot of the tech companies are getting involved um, yeah. there's talk of apple um google definitely i guess you could call uber a tech company but um, yeah, so Addison Lee have jumped, jumped on that bandwagon um, as I believe they're the biggest uh, privately owned yeah, they car, probably are. Um, private car hire in private London. Private car hire, yeah. yeah. And the, probably in the country. To actually. be fair, their drivers generally are a-holes. Oh, really? Yeah, I encounter a lot of 
Addison Lee drivers who decide to get off the motorway just after the junction okay. and they'll just cut across three lanes of traffic <laughs> and just to make the junction. You're like, mate, don't use the indicator, nothing. So the thing with driverless cars, and actually I was, I was listening to another podcaster. This was a while ago. Mm. And the guy brought up a really interesting point. And this is maybe one for the conspiracy theorists. Driverless cars, they're, they're one step closer to the government being able to tell you you can't, like restricting your movement. Because if obviously driverless cars are, need to be automated, right? Right. So what if you go to get in your car mm. that, that drives itself, its self-driving car, and it goes, sorry, you, you can't go out tonight? That's interesting. I believe that's, for me though, that's leaning on the side of Don't know what, beware the robots, the robots yeah. are taking over. Yeah, yeah. It does remind me a little bit of, just that, that sentence reminds me a little bit of iRobot, <laughs> which yeah. is like, I'm going yeah. out. He's like, stay inside, it's yeah. for your own safety. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know what? That wouldn't even be hard to do. Of course. That's the thing. That wouldn't even, that's not even future technology. No, it's current. Yeah. Um, but um, I would like to believe that just like the internet could be a lot more controlled in this country. Yeah. Um, a lot more stricter laws could be applied to things like Facebook, even with all the controversy that happens with, with social media and the spread of fake news and stuff like that. Our government does believe in certain freedoms and the things like that. But yes, you're right, actually, when I think about it, um, that the technology's there to do that. Yeah. My... my um, can you imagine committing like being wanted, well, jumping that, in the car, and the car just take you straight to jail? Yeah, and even Shit. and the thing is, even uh, like where were you on this night? Oh, I was this place. Okay, let's check your tracking history on your car. Exactly, because your car will have everything yeah. tracked. And yeah, yeah. So, so in theory, it will reduce crime. Yeah, but you know, again, kind of snowflake thing. You trying yeah. to you you trying to make sure everyone's safe by making sure everyone yeah, isn't. Yeah. You, how so? So how 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 it's spoken about though is. Uh, is called uh, how it's kind of phrased is basically cars as a service so no one will have to own a car yeah but then a car can a driverless car can come to you as a total recall yeah hopefully though without this scary uh, scary (laughs) dodgy looking uh, uh, driver so the the thing is let's say okay the Weirdly enough, as I'm looking at a, a picture of a car from like the 1980s that's probably still on the road now, you can you can release driverless cars, and obviously Tesla's the, the the first company that's kind of taken the biggest step towards, and that's not even fully automated yeah, driving. Yeah. Elon Musk was saying that mm-hmm. even if you change all the cars in the world that from from today, said so yeah. we're only going to produce electric cars from now. Mm-hmm. It'd still take you 40 years to get all of the petrol cars off the road. Yeah. The other issue you've got is that if you're talking about... There's a difference between, obviously, driverless cars and electric cars. Yeah. So electric cars obviously run on batteries and require these things called rare earth minerals. Yeah. And the, the clue in the name is that they're rare and they're quite difficult to mine. And they they're quite damaging to the environment to mine. Yeah. So while Tesla is like, yeah, yeah, we you know we're trying to reduce greenhouse emissions and and make the world mm-hmm. a safer place. One thing I'm confused about is why no one's following up on the whole hydrogen car thing. I saw something years ago where they yeah. already had hydrogen yeah. cars. I think I think the first hydrogen cars was either the 80s or 70s. Yeah. But it's to do with the technology <laughs> itself, 
as to well the official line is sort of along the lines of the technology itself is very expensive hard to you know yeah um, but but if that was in the 70s the technology for many things was really expensive in the yeah. 70s and now it's real cheap then yeah but then it's it's all so, about it's all about how much investment and yeah. how many Do you like, know competition is? drives I th- that I think, like, prices down. I think right now electric is sexy yeah definitely you know, and definitely. hydrogen is not sexy yet yeah you know, and once the Greenpeace lot and you know yeah. the, all of the the people in Hollywood who drive Priuses just to say how how caring they are, yeah. once they go, actually, these things are just as bad for the environment as as the normal cars that we're driving, then I'll make a move. But I'd, there's I'd, there's two big things with electric cars, isn't there? Because there's like a problem, obviously, we won't have to deal with yet for a few years. Is what do you do when the batteries? Yeah. Because they've only got like a seven to ten year lifespan on yeah. the batteries, and the Which, battery is the most expensive part of the yeah, car. Yeah, exactly. And um, uh, what was the other thing with it? Uh, I can't remember, but definitely the battery. Like what you do with the battery once the battery's died. Yeah, um, is going to be a big deal. I think you know Elon Musk is a clever guy. He'll probably find a way to to reinvigorate the batteries at yeah. least so that you can use them in your house or something because yeah. he's got those those uh, house chargers. Yeah. But, but autonomy. Going back to autonomous, um, <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm to tell the truth. I'm quite. I'm, I'm pro driverless cars. The one like, thing that I think it will be mm. beneficial for the big thing that yeah. I think, if every car on the road is a- automated, yeah. I, I can't even get that New word out. Automated. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. Automated. Yeah. You could have cars traveling at 150 mile an hour through junctions. Exactly. Because they'll. Every single exactly. one of them will be programmed exactly. exactly. They'll know how to slow down, speed up. The, exactly. You'll just be having near misses like a thousand times on yeah. every journey and you'll get to the point where you don't even give a damn. Yeah. But that does take the joy out of driving. I like to drive then. That's you got to go, go for your track days, isn't it? Yeah, just and like, how expensive just like, are they going to be? like uh, Will Smith in uh, iRobot again. And he kept his old vintage. People yeah. were like, what the heck? Mate, I'm going to end up buying it. Well, that's the thing as well. You won't be able to ride a motorbike anymore. No, they would. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They would probably wouldn't allow. You'd have to ban them. You'd yeah, have to that's ban what I was going to say. You'd have to ban when it gets, when it gets to a certain point. They have to incentivize people ditching their cars. Yeah. Um, and then very quickly after, they'll have to ban them like manual cars because autonomous driving doesn't work properly with human ever. Yeah. In the, in, the, in like which is on which the is road. exactly why but there's already been a few deaths yeah with automated cars yeah, yeah. because the the human aspect of it has yeah. messed it up yeah um yeah i, I don't know man i, I think i think dri- they're, they're trialing it in commentary i believe driving is like an act of freedom yeah and i think a lot of people see it as like no i want to be able to get in my car and i want to be which is why is the- they say like for example planes could t- take off mm. fly and land without a human pilot you don't uh, need them yeah, yeah but if that was the case no one would get on a plane True. if there was no pilot. You'd be like, who's flying this? Oh, it's, done, it's done by a computer. Yeah. Or oh, let me off. Yeah. You know, people like to, to feel like there's someone yeah. in control, even but, though most plane crashes are caused by pilot error. This is it. <laughs> but I, I, I think if you, when, you, when you drip things in, because um, I was speaking to a friend about this, and I was, I was, I was saying, like, I think if they'd done it like airports, um, university campuses like controlled places like smaller areas yes yeah, small yeah. controlled areas yeah to um uh to start them off um getting you around the campus like uh things like that and then they've got information like you know even the campus tour and things like that followed by then letting them out into smaller areas and things like that i think people will get used to it yeah. uh now nah, i'm all right. 
Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just getting a drink. I'm I've I'm kind of trying to fight off my my kid's illness, but I keep getting this dry throat thing going on. So I'm gonna apologise for the background noise while I pour pour a little cold drink. But yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Addison Lee are getting in the not to be left behind. They're getting in the mix with the whole driverless car thing. I can't remember the name of the company they they they're, they're joining up with. But uh, yeah, yeah. What anything else you wanted to uh, uh, do you discuss? Know I can't. There, there was something else in the news that I was talking about, but wasn't there? There was something that you mentioned. Just, oh, do you know what? We got to talk about what we were gonna, what we were gonna go into. But my missus said, "Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah." So when I came, I went and got my hair cut today, um, and I, I normally have you it, done your hair for the podcast? <laughs> you don't know what can see you. Right? <laughs> I'm Scottish, but not Irish. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I was well overdue a haircut, and normally I go to a local barber, a guy that I trust quite well. I've only, I think in my life I've had like four or five people cut my hair, That's it. and uh, specifically because I have a, a big bald patch on the back of my head from birth, like a little, I think they call it a strawberry or something, okay. and, um, and it's like an inch in diameter, which is big. So you've had a comb over since birth. Well, no, it's just, it's just it's here on the back of my head, man. It's it's oh, real okay. small, right? Yeah, but yeah. well, in in comparison to my big old head, but whenever I've had a couple of dodgy haircuts in the past where it's been visible, mm. and I spend two weeks with people going, "Oh, what happened? What's in the back of your head?" And I, I lied to people. I'm like, I got shot. You don't know. I took a bullet. They had to they had to pull the bullet out from the back of my head. I got a metal plate in there. They're like, really? I'm like, nah, you idiot. It's a birthmark. But um. But yeah, so today I, I I rushed to get to work on time and I actually got there with like 20 minutes to spare. Yeah. So there's a there's a barber just around the corner from where I work and I was like, if there's no one there in, in line, I'll go in and get, get my hair trimmed. And I went to this barber once before and the guy who cut my hair did a pretty good job. So I went into to this guy and he, well, even just using the clippers, he like nearly cut into the side of my face and then using the cutthroat, like, I feel like I've got bumps all around the back of my neck, around the side of my ears. And uh, obviously you guys can't um, can't see my hair, as Denny quite rightly pointed out. But imagine someone just cuts the side and the back of your hair, and they just leave the top. <laughs> That's pretty much what my man did. And I had no time to like get him to fix it. I was like, are you serious? He's like, what, what? I was like, nah, 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 this, this can't be right. And I was looking at the clock like, I need to. I need to leave right now. I li- I don't even have a minute for you to try and fix this. I'm out, um, and I paid for it as well, which I shouldn't have done. But uh, but yeah, when I when I came home, my wife pointed out how much of a mug I looked like, and uh, and then I was asking Denny like, how often do you shave your head? When did you so start shaving? I'm bald, as you could probably see from uh, our logo, our caricatures. Um, so when I first first noticed, I may be going bald. It was a long time. Like I could have covered it up for a long time. How old were you? I must have been thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I think it was. I think it was like early twenties. But what I'd done, I just shaved off my head. I like just clean shaved it off, to um, just to get myself used to it. You got a big cojones then. I wouldn't do it. I don't have the guts to do <laughs> so it, man. It was two things. It was like I don't know if this shit's going to accelerate. <laughs> and then like I'm going to be forced. So I wanted to prep everyone else first. Yeah, yeah. Get myself used to it. Knowing, you know what, in a few weeks I'm going to have my hair again. I'm just going to do whatever silly styles. I mean, this was pre, even before I had the blonde curls and all yeah. that crazy shit. Um, so 
got myself used to it and every so often I would just shave it off and then it would just grow back I'd do whatever style and then eventually it just got to a point where I just had to keep on like I couldn't do a style no more <laughs> um, but no one said anything I was already used to it and I just kind of edged myself, edged my way in like that basically no one was like oh shit Denny you going bald because they had seen me doing it on and off for yeah, yeah, yeah. for um, to, so to, I managed that situation do you know what I'm I'm hoping that by the time I need to shave my head completely, because I, I do have, so my hairline's receding a little bit. Yeah. I'm 33. My hairline's gone back a bit. I, I've noticed it. I've got, this, I've got a way of measuring. I put, the, <laughs> I put the crease of my pinky finger on my eyebrow, and I used to be able to touch my hairline in the far <laughs> corner, and now I've got like an extra two centimetres. So I know I've gone back two centimetres <laughs> since, since the age of like, probably about 24, I think it was when, when yeah. I had my, my full length there. So... The weird thing was, and his, my dad was evil, like, from, from 20, he was like, Lewis, are you, are you going bald? And I'd be like, what, what, why would you even say that, what are you talking about? He'd be like, yeah, looks, your hairline's going back, isn't it? I was like, dad, mm-hmm. are you, shut up, he's like, and then he'd laugh, and he'd be like, nah, you're going bald, you're going bald. And it got me, it got me stressed about it, yeah. to the point where my hair started to fall out. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I was legit, because... I ain't gonna lie. When I was between the age of like fifteen and twenty-five, yeah. I was probably the most vain guy, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even that look good looking. <laughs> I didn't. I had, I had some weird illusion in my head. So I was in the confidence. That's it. I was so confident, man. And I tell you, even um, so, I went to an old boys' school, mm. and most of my mates had no idea how to talk to girls, and I would go up to any girl and just start talking to her mm. and it was because I had this false idea that I was so good looking <laughs> but but because I was so confident I yeah. could always chat to yeah, any girl yeah, yeah. even I didn't really have any intention necessarily to chat them up mm. and sometimes I'd chat them up for my mates I'd be yeah. like oh you know I noticed you over there and uh, my, my friend as well like Daniel come here come here Daniel yeah, yeah. like this is my friend Daniel have you met Daniel <laughs> and she'd be like no I haven't I'd be like well you have now and I'll walk yeah, off yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I do stuff like that, and uh, and obviously as my hair started to fall out, I started to lose that confidence, and I've and do you know what? And then you got married, no joke. That's it. Now I don't care, man. Although my wife's like, if you go bored, I'm leaving you. I'm a, I'm gonna get me a man with a ponytail. <laughs> no, she's fine. But and, and you'll do that Hulk Hogan. That's it. I will do it. Bald on the top yeah. of that long hair. And do you know, what? I'll be honest. Call me selfish, right? I've I don't care about curing malaria, yeah? Call, cure baldness first. Because <laughs> right? I do think science has got it twisted. You're, you're spreading your, your resources real thin on the ground. Concentrate on the important things first, right? <laughs> let's, let's, let's start making it so you can do like dental implants where you can literally just give someone an injection and their teeth grow back. <laughs> that would save people a lot of anguish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, give me an injection, let me grow an afro. One time, just hook me up. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was the next thing. I won't actually go into what I was going to talk about next because it might seem a bit insensitive. So I'll talk about something else and then I'll go into that. So, but just off the back of that, um, I was told when I was young by this white guy, oh, you're lucky black people don't go bald. What? Yeah. I mean, and do you know what the dumb thing was? I believed him. I must have been about, I must have been about 11, 12, like you're eight, you're nine or something. Never seen Samuel L. Jackson. I never said my uncle. Yeah, there you I've go. got uncles, but I just didn't think. So I was like, yeah, yeah. And do you know what? It's really funny, right? Because I never ever. I don't think about it. It's just a random person who lived lived in the local area. 
And then since I've been going bald, I've never ever got, I was like, you bastard, you lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me. I don't know his name. All I remember is the moment I was told, oh, you're lucky. Oh, Black dear. people don't go bald. And I, I felt a bit proud. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. You're like, damn right we don't. Yeah, to me. a couple of years later, you're screaming. Yeah. Um, so, one 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 um, other thing that's quite sad to see in the news, um, Selma Blair, who I'm quite a big fan of, uh, reveals she's uh, uh, been diagnosed with MS. Oh, damn. Um, and my ignorance, I only, I didn't even realise, for some reason, I associated... Um, it's multiple sclerosis, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I, I associate it as like a sort of a, a condition that older people get. I didn't realise yeah, that I've, it's... Um, I've known, actually, a, a woman I used to work with had MS, and she was in her early 30s. Yeah. And there's another person who I, who I only, actually only really knew recently. Um, I've known this, I've kind of known of this person for like five, six years, and I only just found out last year that she has MS. Oh, wow. um, I think some people manage to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Better than others, but I think it's it's degenerative. Yeah. I, so I said that wrong. I kind of tripped over myself, and there's there's no real cure for it. Yeah. So that's, that was really sad to hear. Yeah. Um. I the the more recently, what sort of brought my attention to it was actually, have you been following the Drake, Drake and Pusha T beef? Not. Of late, I know Pusha T was the one that kind of announced that he got that woman pregnant, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, but during that beef, um, uh, I think his name's Noah Forty Shabib, who's Drake's longtime producer, um, one of the producers he works with, like from Day Dot, um, also suffers has has MS, and I didn't realise, but Drake meant not Drake, sorry, Pusha T mentioned it in that same diss track, and again, that was my thing. I was like, oh shit, but like. That must be like he must be like thirties, like sort of around Drake's age. And again, even that, I didn't realise it was something that at that time. That's kind of it's um, brought it to my attention. And then seeing this Selma Blair thing um, is something. Obviously, you know, I think people need to um, definitely. I'm going to look into just try and educate myself a bit more <clears throat> on these sort of stuff. I have heard that uh, CBD does help suppress some of the symptoms okay. of MS. Uh, who else had there was another. Was it Michael J. Fox had MS or did, no? He had Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. He had Parkinson's, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. And that was so. Parkinson's is one of those things that generally is for older people. Yeah. Uh, or people that get a lot of head <clears throat> head trauma, brain trauma. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a, a terrible thing to go through. Um, I, do you know? What, I don't mm. know how I deal with that with something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, well, I think that's what's kind of kind of made me just try and want to educate myself better because obviously these are people at sort of similar age, who who as I said, this you know as I didn't think it was it was an issue uh, for people our age. Um, saying that though, did uh, talking about Pusha T, did you see he done an interview over the weekend, and you know that whole thing about the baby and he revealed all that yes, he is. said like Drake was saying Kanye told him like and revealed it to him they're like Drake and Kanye are friends and then Pusha T is part of Kanye's label right. and he used the information as, a, as part of the diss track but Drake turned around and said that he basically got the information from that same guy that Noah thought he should be so that's a sort of to be continued at the moment as all the story and everything unravels wow. I thought was interesting. It was a really good interview if you catch it. It was on the Joe Joe Budden podcast. It's on YouTube. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Um, and I weren't going to talk about this, but you just mentioned CBD. Yeah. 
Not boys to men, A, B, C, C, B, D. No. Nah, my bad. That was just a shit joke. Sorry. Canada. <laughs> 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 um, uh, fully oh, legalised, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're fully legalised it. I suppose we go on holiday there next year. Not that I don't smoke, but it'll be interesting just to see. Because um, I was speaking to my friends, um, a couple of mates, uh, about... So you know eToro, the trading platform yes. online? They've got a, a, a cannabis... A marijuana index. Oh, okay. Like basically, it's like a list of companies, and they've put them all in under one thing. You can you can basically right. leverage against that. And um, so, my mate's been looking at it, and obviously, with recent laws relaxing over here, um, to see if it's worth thinking about investing in anything. Do you know what? There's a there's actually, I think it was someone that we both know, mm. uh, who put something on their Facebook not too long ago about an MP. Right. who voted against the legalisation of cannabis right. and her husband owns and operates a separately licensed cannabis farm in the UK that supplies to other countries. Yes. So, government do some shady stuff. Yeah, I've, I heard about that company. I didn't know the MP thing. I, yeah, so, her, so apparently her husband is like one of the directors of that company. Oh, shit. And you know what? So, so he's trying to keep that shit for himself. And that's the thing, like, if if there's a politician that's going to benefit from it staying illegal. Yeah, yeah. The the issue they have, they've got in America with um, trying to legalise it completely is weird because they've got state law and then federal law. Yeah. And in certain states it's legal, but federally it's still illegal. It's that's, still a, a Schedule 1, yeah. as in, like, Class A. And that means one of, the, one of the results of that is you can't take it across state lines. Yeah. And, and that like you get in serious trouble and for doing also that, yeah. if the federal government comes after you mm. you are not even allowed to mention that it's illegal in the state that you're in so if it's let's say for example in Canada right. uh, sorry not in Canada sorry in California, California it's yeah. legal recreationally yeah right? so you can you can have as much of it as you want okay. recreationally fine but if the federal government come after you for let's say you you own a pot shop or whatever right and they take you to court, you're not allowed to mention in court that this happened in California where state law says it's legal. And there was a guy who, I can't remember who it was now, if anyone's listening, I remember the guy's name, post it un- underneath this on Instagram or something. But there was a guy, he went to court, and he mentioned in court the state that he was in, mm. and that it's legal in his state. Okay. And, and uh, the judge forced them to discard it they said you can't you can't say that in court. You have to discard that track. You know uh, that that comment. It got stricken from the um, from the. It was really weird. Um, so I think it will take a long time, especially because. Again, like. Uh, in so so obviously in America, there's a lot of young black guys that are in prison for non-violent drug offences. Yeah, and yeah. marijuana is is one of the big ones. Yeah. There's even prison guard unions who are pushing against the legalisation of marijuana because they're worried about losing their jobs. Shit. Because if you make marijuana legal, you've yeah. got to bang up less people. Yeah. Less people that are in prison, that's less jobs for the prison guards, which is a terrible thing to think. If you're yeah. out there protesting, saying, you can't make weed legal, we need to lock these people up so we can put food on our table. Do you know about the 13th Amendment? Do you know, Have you I seen keep, that programme on 13? to watch that. Watch 13. Is it called 13 or 13th? I think it's called the 13th. Yeah. Watch that. It's really, really interesting how the American prison system works. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's shocking. And it's, it's and the thing is, you'll get a very similar thing here. 
where there'll be, for whatever reason, pharmaceutical companies don't like the idea yeah. of it being legalised yeah. or whatever. And it will take a, a hell of a long time here to, to get it sorted. But that's why I think, like, this whole, what they've done in Canada, I think is quite interesting because that's like the first Western country to totally... So, uh, so they've just said, look, it's, it's fully legal. It's fully, pretty much fully legal. What they've done, they've left it up to um, individual... Provinces. Uh, provinces, yeah, I was going to say states, but yeah, provinces mm. um, to set different laws as to like... Age restrictions. Age and... restrictions, things like that. And they've got certain like uh, limitations on amounts for personal use and how like what, what you, the amount you can fly with and right, things right, like right. that. Um but yeah, it's the like they've 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 gone pretty. They looks like they've gone all the way. Do you know? So, um, when I was growing up, first of all, my parents were like, "Weed is for losers." Yeah. Weed is a gateway drug. If you start smoking weed, you're gonna end up a crack addict or whatever. Yeah. And then my now you're white, so you'll be meth addict. That there's that there's that. <laughs> but and my my dad, as I've mentioned on previous podcast, was was a, a heavy-handed parent, shall we say. And he was like, if you ever come home smelling of even cigarette smoke or anything, I'm going to beat the skin off your bones. Yeah. So there was that. And then I was competing in Taekwondo and I was competing uh, like at nationals and stuff. And if you meddled at nationals, they'd take you out the back for a urine test yeah. and whatnot. So you, could, you couldn't really risk it. Um, especially because marijuana actually stays in your system for quite a long time. Oh, okay. I, I think it's something like up to six weeks. Longer than it's a cigarette? Like, uh, no, no. Um, or just long-four drugs? So, so, long for a drug like oh, okay. apparently coke is out of your system within like four or five days tops oh, sure. but I might be wrong and if anyone's listening to this feel free to correct me uh, in the comments uh, on Insta or something but uh, but yeah I'm I'm pretty certain uh, marijuana stays in your system or at least according to the test that they're doing like you can still detect trace elements of it yeah now uh, weirdly enough in the UFC if anyone watches MMA it it has been a banned substance in UFC for a long time mm-hmm. and they've now said that it's not a banned substance as long as you're below a certain threshold around the time of a fight okay so I'm not entirely sure what the rules on it are yeah, yeah. so I've never smoked weed and it's only and my, my perspective of it yeah. until actually I started listening to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast yeah. and then I started to watch a couple of documentaries mm. on it and how actually it was only made illegal in America yeah. by a guy called R- William Randolph Hearst, okay. who he owned like a, a newspaper company, and he also owned a load of paper mills. Right. And then I think it was Time Magazine or something came out with this this article that said like weed is the next, or sorry, not weed, marijuana is the new like industrial wonder uh, wonder plant. Right. Because you could make really good quality paper out of it really yeah, cheaply. Yeah. But it would have meant that he'd have had to replant all of his forests and redo all of his factories. So he started a smear campaign against mar- or against marijuana. It wasn't even called marijuana at the time, I think. Marijuana was the name of like a Mexican wild tobacco. And he started spreading these rumours through his newspapers yeah. that these Mexican immigrants were coming over the border with this marijuana, smoking it and then raping American women. Wow. And then he managed to get it made that's what illegal. That's like it's like <laughs> that's Trump saying yeah, it's, it's every white man. History, yeah, a lot of people are like oh they're gonna wait women. Don't swear on the Mexicans gonna wait. Oh that's that's rehashed. That's it. Excuse the pun. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so I was so until literally until like the last two or three years I've always been adamant against it. Oh, yeah. Like I wouldn't even let someone smoke weed around me. I'd, yeah, like, yeah. I'd, I'd walk away from them. I wouldn't have nothing to do with it. And then I was like. 
okay, I'm, I'm in my 30s. Yeah. I'm relatively mentally stable. I don't really need to worry about it affecting my health too, like, in that way. In terms of, and, and a lot of that is propaganda as well. And it's not like I'm, I'm ever going to, like, get addicted to it. I was like, one time, yeah. I'm going to go to Amsterdam. I'm just going to try it. Yeah. Just just once. Just, like, one or two little hits on it yeah, just yeah, to see yeah. what it's about or try a little cookie yeah. in a cafe or something. And uh, and now I've got a kid. Yeah. I can't be going on no holidays like that. <laughs> I've got a kid, man. Like, do you know? Um, and it is. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever do it. Yeah. I'm. I'm not like. A, I'm not nearly as narrow-minded as I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. It. So I haven't done it. I have had a cake which someone made and then gave me and then told me afterwards. Okay. Um. I think messing around like I didn't inhale. Just like thinged when you know when someone keeps going go on go on I was like mm, but I didn't actually okay, think so I've okay. never I mean I've never really been into drugs I used to be quite anti them um, but yeah very like last few years just kind of loosened up and just like you know I don't really care as long as you're not injecting needles yeah, through, doing crazy, through the, the crazy crazies that cray cray shit like um, I've kind of yeah my opinions kind of uh, relaxed quite a lot on on uh, uh, marijuana but um, yeah, I, I I was thinking that I was saying like I'm supposed to be going to Canada next year for 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 my main big holiday, um, and I was thinking oh when I'm over I might I might give it a go. Definitely have a cookie if they if they uh, <laughs> if they got cookies. But uh, well, apparently the the edibles are a lot stronger than um, than you know in in Haiti. Yeah, but I, I, my thing is even with smoking, like, I've never being interested I think that's probably the same weed like I don't really care to like smoke anything like I think I'll be more inclined to to um, have a cake or a cookie or a lollipop whatever other stuff they do than I would like having a cigarette yeah do you know what's funny though actually um, so Nick yeah I was talking to uh, so this this guy I'm, I'm referring anyone who's listening he's a good very very close friend of mine he's actually the best man at my wedding and he's also my neighbour. Um, so I speak to the guy like nearly every day. He, um, I was talking to him about it. And he's like, no, 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 I'd, I'd never do drugs. And I was like, bro, you drink. Yeah, this is it. And he's like, that's not a drug. I said, what do you mean it's not a drug? This is it. He's like, it's not a drug. Mm. It's legal. I'm like, whoa, that's that's a different thing. Yeah. You know, cowpole's a drug, bruv. Yeah. What's that drink that the young American rappers drink? Uh, lean, they lean. call it. Yeah, That's just yeah. basically cough medicine and some yeah. other stuff mixed with it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, cough syrup is, yeah, the, cough is syrup like the main whatever. ingredient. Yeah. And it's it's weird, like, our perception of what what drugs are and what drug users are. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so there, true. There's a lot it's of distorted. successful people. Like, if you think about... Um, everyone back in the day, like, you're talking pre-1900s, everyone was on some sort of yeah. drug. All the, all the, like, a lot of famous writers and... Yeah, man. Um, who was the first American president? Washington. <laughs> his, he planted tobacco and marijuana that was like his thing my guy I will fact check that but that's what I've heard well he had slaves as well right? so you can't yes this I, is I, true. nowadays he would be considered to be uh, a bad man a very bad man this is true actually there was one thing uh, obviously Trump is always in the news um, I got sent an, an article recently through Facebook uh, that said Donald Trump's parents were in the KKK yeah, apparently his dad was caught at a rally or something. Yeah, so so, well, the the thing was there was a picture of Donald Trump 
standing with his parents and they were wearing like clan outfits. So I looked it up and it was photoshopped. Yeah, that sounds like it. Because um, obviously, you got to bear in mind, Trump's dad was like a, a billionaire property tycoon. Mm. He was the what Bill Gates is for tech, he is that for property in America. Like specifically uh, New York, I think, is yeah, his, yeah. his main thing. He built thousands, tens of thousands of houses out there. Okay. So he was a, a big public figure. Yeah. And a big public figure like that isn't going to be seen, you know, walking around wearing clan uh, outfits. Yeah. He was arrested in 1921 uh, at the location of a clan rally in Why? New York, okay. very close to where his offices are. Why? He was arrested for failing to disperse. What does that mean? Exactly that. He didn't get out of the way of the police quick enough. Oh, he could have just been walking down the street. He could have been arguing with people at the yeah. at the rally. He could have he could have been part of it, yeah. but there was no further information given at the time of the arrest. Literally, right. like there was no notes on the arrest. Nothing. He was just arrested for failing to, for dispersed. Not convicted. Nothing. There was no. Okay. There was no link to the to the clan uh, to to like other clan members or anything like that. There was some other stuff later on that he had planned. Uh, that he had apparently deliberately not given access to buy homes to to people of certain minorities. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to bear in mind, like... That was standard practice anyway. Yeah. For, yeah. Not to excuse it at all, but no, that no. was very... That, like, you can't it, cuss him for it, but you and you you have to cuss a lot of other people. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay... That was, I think, I think if I'm correct, that was legal until yes. the 1960s or 1970s. I think in some states it's still legal. Like, the... It's not even. It's not even just the legality of it. Some banks will not give a black family a mortgage yeah. in a certain yeah. neighborhood district. Yeah. yeah. So, so don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not standing by it in in any way, shape, or form. But it's just weird how people get like a really small bit of information, mm-hmm. and then link it to to another small bit of information and go right. That's it. We've got the whole picture now. This is exactly it, and we've you know, formed this elaborate tale. Uh, another one that I got recently as well was, uh, some of you guys might have seen it, there's a picture of Theresa May, Angela Merkel. Yeah, I see this. I can't remember. Was it Hillary Clinton? Maybe it was Hillary. I don't know. It might have been someone else, like a, like another prime minister. And it was of them when they were teenagers. Yeah. Looked on Snopes. Yeah. That Fact is Theresa pictures. May. Yeah, it is Theresa May. But it's not Angela Merkel, and it's not the. And the, 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 my instant response though was, I wouldn't be surprised if it was them as teenagers. Mm. If you think about most of our politicians, British politicians, yeah. they all go to Eton. Yeah. And if you're, it's, it's the same thing for me being in like a, I'm into Taekwondo. I've seen the same people on the circuit since I was like, twelve, thirteen years old. And they'll, if someone wanted to, they could look back and find a picture of me when I was twelve, thirteen with someone else, and go look. It's a conspiracy. He's yeah. still doing Taekwondo yeah. now. It's like, yeah. they go to, they go to like pol- politic debates when they're like 12, 13, these yeah. guys that go to Eton. It's, it wouldn't be something out of the norm. But as it turned out, it completely wasn't even her. And they had the original photo again and then had the Photoshop version. Yeah. Or, or no, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even Photoshopped. But they had a picture of Angela Merkel when she was that, that age. Right. Looked nothing like her. Uh, I mean, I'm... I'm... I done digital arts at university, just to let y'all know. So I've been using Photoshop for like since the 90s. So most of the time when these pictures come through, I can tell the little things to sort of look for, to know when things are fake. 
But also, more recently, there's a probability of things being fake. So quite often I look at things like that picture and uh, often by the caption underneath or the caption that comes with it and 99 times out of 100, I'll guess right as to whether it's fake or not. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's very tabloidy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll often go to Snopes as well or try and, you know, find yeah. uh, other sources and stuff. Um, and quite often, as I said, 99 times out of 100, I'll be, I'll be able to guess whether it was fake or not. Yeah, yeah. Just because of, as I said, it's just this, I mean, I love social media. I think it does so much good. But again, it's obviously open to abuse and you get things out and they just spread like wildfire. They just oh. spread like wildfire. Yeah, man. But um, but yeah, I think was there was there anything else that's, that's up and coming? Um, there's a film. I don't have to double check if it's out. Fahrenheit eleven nine. Fahrenheit. You mean nine eleven? Nah, eleven nine. I remember there so, was a film called Fahrenheit nine eleven. This is this is by the same guy, Michael Moore, the director. Okay. He also done the Bowling for Columbine and a couple of other. Right, right, right. Like that. So this is a more recent one, um, and he spent the last few years. He was here during the run up to Brexit and he spent the last few years creating this documentary and it's essentially how Trump got into power. It's not actually, it's not necessarily uh. anti-Trump, um, but it's how he got into power. Um, all the, the sort of social things that have happened, the disgrunt, why people have been disgruntled. One of the interesting things in it though, because I was, again, I had this discussion recently with a friend was, you know, from over here and I think from what we saw in the news, it was we were like, how could Clinton not have won? How could Hillary Clinton not have won? Like, this guy's a twat. But the more, ever since it's happened, I've heard more and more and more, and like, and then seen interviews and even been to America since and realised how despised she was. And then she's got a rap sheet of yeah. things she that she done. She killed people, bro. Yeah. She killed people. Way beforehand. Like, going back to, going back to the 90s. Yeah. And if you watch this, this, this thing, 13th, uh, this that documentary as well. You'll see that she also played a pivotal role mm. in bagging up loads of black yeah, people into prison. There was a, like there was a she's she was being interviewed by someone, and it was like they were they were taking a break from filming, but mm. the cameras were still rolling. And she was talking about uh, Gaddafi in Libya, and she was like, "We came, we saw, he died." Ha 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 ha! Like she is a evil bitch. Yeah. There's. And uh, actually, um, someone said people hated vote. Uh, people hated Hillary Clinton so much that they voted in power someone that they hated even more just despite her. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was how I was how I was kind of described to it. I was like, what it seems like is when this whole obviously Trump versus Hillary is like someone we've hated for two decades, or someone we've just started hating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And this is is. Yeah, as I said, I've been surprised. Like the more, the more I've sort of looked into it, the more I sort of understand how Trump ended up in power. But this is gonna, that's really good. Uh, the what I've seen, I've listened to a few interviews of Michael Moore promoting this film, Fahrenheit Eleven Nine, mm-hmm. um, and it uh, it looks really good. It's definitely okay. one I'm gonna catch. I think it's out next week or something. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think at some point we'll need to do a, a little, just a, a talk on Trump. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's obviously a very polarizing figure. Um, as much as as much as one could say he's a complete a hole, yeah, he's done he's done some good stuff for Korea, yeah, or or it looks like he might be doing some good work for Korea, and the the other point, interestingly, so how much time does that man spend on Twitter every day? Uh, for me, far too much. Right, and apparently he watches like all kinds of TV programs yeah. and whatnot. Right, 
and yet America's still running. So one could make an argument that he's just really efficient. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely think we should talk about that. He's I like, listen, I'm done running the country. It's 3pm. <laughs> Everyone leave me alone. I'm watching South Park. I've got a catch up to do. Netflix and chill, bro. Yeah. But do you know, um, actually, speaking of Netflix and going back to the first topic, I've actually just seen this article that I think is quite interesting. And it says Netflix has denied altering the viewer's uh, experience de- yeah. depending on their race. Yeah. Um, and apparently what they've been doing is putting, uh, even if it's like a, a minor f- figure in that show, mm. they put a, a black character on the uh, cover for it. Why? And they'll show that more prominently to users who, based on their name or whatever, they've deemed to be to be black. Oh. So that they're trying to basically advertise uh, like black TV to yeah. black people. Do you know what? I saw this and I was looking into it. And the first thing I was, first thing was, oh, how did they know I was 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 black? Maybe if your name's like Laquisha. Yeah, yeah, they can <laughs> But is that necessarily a bad thing? This is this is one of the things. This is one of the things, right? They've Netflix is a company. They're a, they're a new young company. They're one of these tech giants. Tech yeah. giants. Um, they obviously they, they always seem to have. They always seem to to do something along the way but they the the the, the ethos at the beginning is generally nice i guess like google used to be don't be evil i can't remember what facebook's was but they all come have these nice but obviously they get into business they have stakeholders and all that and things yeah. slightly change but ultimately netflix when things like this happen um hold them to account but also netflix have given do a lot of black tv shows as well in non-traditional you know, like the stereotypical, the, the guy in prison or the the, the, the yeah, yeah. They do a lot of good uh, uh, yeah, yeah. TV with with with, mm. with black actors. Um, so it's one of those ones. Like, am I going to hate them for it? And maybe it should be a preference. Maybe that they, they should need to find a way to categorize it and allow me to choose. But for me, if I'm being shown more films with with, if I see certain black actors, I am like, oh shit, let me let me check that out. Oh shit, let me check that. So for me. But maybe forcing it upon people is is an issue. Um, I know they've denied it, but I did think that was funny when I read that. Yeah, man. Do you know what? Um, the the thing even, I think it was last year, year before when Black mm. Panther came out. Yeah, yeah. That was this year. Was it this year? Yeah, beginning of this year. Yeah. this year. Okay, so one of my friends, he's big into Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I hate Black Panther. Why? And the, do you know how he started off? He started off the sentence with, listen, bruv, I'm not racist. I hate Black Panther. <laughs> I was like, basically, when people start a sentence with "I'm not racist," yeah, it's because yeah. they're racist. <laughs> and he's like, "Listen, bro, I'm Asian, right? We can't." I'm like, "Don't chat to me like you can't be racist. Yeah. Anyone can be racist." But anyway, so um, so yeah, he was just like, everyone's gone too much hype over it. It's yeah, it's it's a decent film. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. compared to a lot of the other Marvel f- films, it's not that great. I said, Do "You know what it is? It's." one of the few great films where the, the majority of cast are black and the whole thing is not based around crime, yeah. violence, yeah. sex, drugs, yeah. whatever. Mm. You know, if, like, try and think of another film yeah. where race actually isn't the main topic or yeah. drugs or violence. Yeah. You're going to struggle. Yeah. Like, the, the most famous film I can think of outside of that is maybe Coming to America. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is that's old yeah, school. Yeah, that is old school. There, were, there are some others, I'm sure. 
Yeah, um, I do think I do think there's, there is a lot of uh, um, subconscious <laughs> bias that when people, even through hearing, because it was so hyped up around yeah. what you said as well, people automatically go negative against it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, otherwise, what he's talking about is just purely opinion. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't like it. it. weren't as good as other Marvel films. Yeah, but but I thought it was happened to have loads of black people in, which is a good thing, mm. and. Um, and I thought it was one of the best Marvel films, especially especially as an origin story as well. Yeah. If you like, for example, Captain America origin story, I was definitely going to watch it, but it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Iron Man, the first Iron Man was good, and I was going to watch it because I'm I'm into Marvel as well. I used to collect the comics and that, but I thought, as in terms of an origin film, Black Panther is probably you're a comic book geek, bro. May I, I didn't used to know be into X Men hardcore. I used to be an Avenger, Marvel oh, all day, all day, every day. So, but. My so do you know what weird thing for me when I actually went to see it there were these uh, two women I saw that shit four times <laughs> at the cinema yeah at the cinema god damn yeah so so when I went to go see it at the cinema these two women uh, came out just after us and they were in like proper tradition traditional okay. like like uh, West African clothing. yeah yeah and uh, <clears throat> the thing for me I've got this weird like. Like uh, I've got almost like a crush on Africa. I love Africa. Yeah, I've been there. I love it. I love the people. It's amazing. And whenever I like, if if you're listening to this and you've been to Africa, you know it's often quite difficult to tell someone how amazing Africa is. Or no, it's easy to tell someone how how amazing Africa is. It's difficult to tell them why. Why to put your finger on one specific thing is really difficult. Mm. But like, uh, if I could have it my way, I'll retire in Africa. I'll move okay. to Africa and retire out there. Okay. Um, but and and it's weird because Africa is not a country; it's a continent. There's so many different cultures and stuff that goes on out there. But so so for me, I I, I was loving it because I I just start chatting to people. I'm like, oh, you you like the movie? So wherever, obviously, I see you dressed up. Where are you guys from? And I start chatting to them about where they're from and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. If I've been to where they're from, we'll, we'll have an even longer conversation. Yeah. So I I think it's nice actually that. They they felt so proud yeah. of that movie yeah. that they were like shit man we getting dressed up yeah, yeah, we're going yeah. to the movies yeah this is it there was another one quite recently <laughs> as well, um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians yeah yeah which was like the first film in over nearly thirty years something like that um, that was that majority ma- Asian majority cast. Asian cast as Obviously well Obviously from a from a Western movie yeah yeah um, so I think it's good I definitely than, think uh, Slumdog Millionaire was technically a Western movie. Yeah, but it was it was made by a British director. Yeah, yeah. But these, say for example, Black Panther was a black director. Crazy Rich Asians was an Asian director. Oh, okay, so okay. it was like full all the way through. Yeah, um, but yeah, even that. And I think I, I think I think the key difference is one of the things that was a, a regular sort of thing that people thought is those kind of films wouldn't sell. And both of those have been huge successes. Obviously, they're doing another Black Panther, and they've already started talking about doing a, a follow up to Crazy Rich, Rich Asians. There's um, there's a second book because it was based off a book and there's right. a second book so they've got the story there already. Um, so I think, yeah, you know, and, and obviously for, for, for younger people watching that kind of stuff now, it's just normal. Do you know what I mean? It's not it's not like like you won't have to celebrate it in, in the future. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, probably need to wrap up soon. Good shout. I've got a couple things I do want to say. Go on. So Kanye West, he's got me conflicted. So, <laughs> before all this crazy shit, I was just having this conversation with my daughter, we were laughing. She was like, now nah, I'm done with him. I've tried to give him excuses, that whole Trump White House thing. And I was like, okay, but are you going to get with your Yeezys? And she was like, 
I don't hate him that much. <laughs> I do. But you know what? So she got the trainers. So Trump is Republican. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, and Martin Luther King yeah. went to the White House to talk to the Republican president. Yeah. And there was no controversy there. You're not, com- you're not comparing I'm not, I'm, Kanye Listen, to you cannot compare Kanye, Kanye to, oh, okay. to, to... But here's the thing. What if... Because mm. you, know, you know Trump loves Kanye. Yeah, yeah. What if Kanye managed to twist... Trump's ear mm. so much that he managed to get Colin Kaepernick to go there for lunch. That smash it. That smash it. I'll tell you what the thing is for me though. Having watched that, it weren't even that. Like Kanye's Republican, cool. It's not that Kanye's Republican. It's the some of the dumbass stuff he was saying. Not only that, and on, there was like good things as well in there, but for the majority of it, and not only that, it's for me. It was from a mental health standpoint. You could clearly see he's not in this normal. Okay. You know. Do you remember the first song that Kanye had a... I don't know if what, it was on Wire, his... The first, yeah. his first hit. Yeah. yeah. The music video for that yeah. was the was the recording of when they had their car accident. Yeah, and it was like Polaroids on the pinboard yeah. type thing and they had the car accident news right. thing, yeah. You know you know, car accidents change people for life. Like, you get traumatic yeah. brain injury. They'll yeah. mess you up for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, on the one hand, I'm like, you're right. And he does say a hell of a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. But you know, also, who was it? I think it might have been Mark Ronson or someone like that. Mm. Years and years and years, like way, way back, before Kanye was even like all that famous. Yeah. Um, He, uh, I know, I think it was actually a DJ. Anyway, I'm not going to concentrate too much on who it was. But this this guy got asked by Kanye to to go and help him out make some music or something. And he went to Kanye's hotel where Kanye had like the whole floor. And he went into this room working with this DJ for a little while really didn't vibe, vibe with the other DJ or something it didn't work but Kim Kardashian was there okay right and they weren't even together at the time mm. but then Kanye turned around to this guy and went in the next five years I'm gonna marry Kim Kardashian yeah and next 20 years I'm gonna be president and you know what don't get me wrong Kanye says so much stupidness I, I don't think and especially because he's he he's so polarizing right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's ever going to be in a position where he can run. Yeah. But my my thing is this, right? <clears throat> and and we'll go back to to the the first topic of this this guy on the plane. If you're first of all, like if if you're an American mm-hmm. and you want Trump to fail, yeah, you want America to fail. He's he's in charge I, of America. Yeah, yeah. You could not like the guy, mm-hmm. but it's stupid to say you want him to fail because yeah. that means you yeah, want yeah. you want your country to fail. Mm-hmm. You should want him to succeed. Yeah. And whether or not that means putting up with him for for the next couple of years, because he's only it's a four year term. Yeah, you got to hope he doesn't run for re-election. Yeah, and which he will unless he gets impeached. Yeah, but in the meantime, don't don't. This is it. You got to deal. This is kind of what I was saying about Brexit. Yeah, don't pray for your own house to burn down. Yeah, this is what I was saying about Brexit. Um, a similar sort of thing where I think I don't want the situation, but now we got to try and make the best of it. And you're doing that by you you'll you have a better chance of doing that by having yeah. more brains together than being trying to be the polar opposite yeah. of whatever they what? say. I still ain't buying no Yeezys. I've never bought Yeezys. I'm never going to buy Yeezys. Well, Just out of principle. It's too much money for a pair of trainers. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm Scottish. <laughs> right? We don't spend that I, much I money I on trainers. I spoil my daughter a bit much sometimes. Um, but what? what I was going to say with regards to that, right? So the the... We were talk. We were messing around with. She's like, well, "Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna get rid of your year. She's like, "No, I don't hate Kanye that well. She loves their trainers." Um, but I saw a little opportunity. Maybe I should have shared it. So I apologise. 
when I was ordering these trainers for her, yeah, I saw these Yeezy socks, Calabasas, which is like a sub-brand of his brand, socks. So I, oh, didn't, you see me doing socks, uh, 15 quid, that's like same, $15, same pound, same, like you get a triple pack of Nike socks over here. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's weird, because all the rest of his stuff's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've done a little Google, sites like Farfetch and some other places, selling them over here for like £65, £75. Oh, Lord. So I've gone, boop, I'll order three of those. Um... Say that's $45 plus the tax and stuff ends up being about 20 on top. Um, so it's about $65. What's that, about 50 quid? Yeah, for, for three. For, 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 for three packs of three. For three packs of three. <clears throat> so checked on eBay how much they're going for. I whacked them on eBay. Yeah. The first one sold for 51, 56 pounds right. for a pack of three. The second one is currently at, this is what just reminded me to say it, uh, currently at 26 pounds with a, a few days left. So I'm selling each one of these for more than double the thing. So Man. for that, Kanye, I thank you. <laughs> and for all the other people buying them out there, dudes, women, people, it's nuts. Yeah, finish but finish bidding on Denny's that are on eBay and then after that, grow up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. But I was, I was, I was, I was uh, again, I was chatting to my daughter about it and I was having a joke because obviously after that Kanye thing, I'd ordered them before that. Yeah. And um, they hadn't turned up yet. Okay. They, they turned up last week and I was like, shit. I hope people still want the easy <laughs> shit. So, I hope you ain't going to plummet my stuff. Do you know what's weird, though? Not to digress too much on that, but when you look at, like, the culture I grew up in, mm. the culture you grew up in, mm. we all wanted to be seen wearing, like, the nice Jordans yeah. and, you know, whatever. And then you look at people like uh, Mark Zuckerberg or yeah. uh, Bill Gates, yeah. uh, Warren Buffett. They don't spend a lot of money on clothes. It's the working class people that spend a lot yeah, on their yeah. clothes. I don't want to go yeah. like too much into political whatever, do that. Mm. But if if you have any sense about how money works, yeah, you don't spend two hundred pounds on a pair of shoes. Yeah, when your monthly income is so. So my thing is, you don't spend more than five percent of your income on luxury items. Okay. Okay. So what's that? You got to earn four grand a month to buy a pair of Yeezys in my book. Okay. And if you're earning four grand a month, you want to buy a pair of Yeezys, it's fine. Mm. But, but I think personally, that's that's, and you should only have like four luxury purchases. Okay. So you should never spend. So yeah. even your car, technically, yeah. If you want to drive a Range Rover, mm. that should not come up to more than twenty percent. Yeah, in total I agree. Of, I your, agree. of your monthly I agree. outgoings. I was, I was, I think it was Warren. I, I listened to this. So that sort of, I can't remember. If, no, it wasn't Warren Buffett said, but I was listening to one of these things of like someone really successful and they were saying you never spend more than 10% of your of what you've got yeah. on any item and then they went into an explanation as to why um, like it's not it's not it's an amount that isn't gonna affect your overall but it's also an amount you can make back yeah sort of thing um, but yeah well, I agree I, I totally agree with that yeah um, cool should we wrap up with our throwbacks yeah mate I'm gonna have to let you do yours first because I need to find oh I found I found the first one actually. Okay, well for mine, I thought I'd do a little something different. Oh, okay. Uh, since it's Black History Month. Oh yeah. I thought I'd just get up some interesting stuff. So, uh, my throwback is about a chap called Ignatius Sancho. So I'm just going to read a bit about this guy. This was a black British guy um, who was prominent in the UK in England in 1729. Uh, to 1780 obviously way before um the windrush generation 
uh, landed and someone again often people don't realize um that there were prominent black people in the england at that time so i'll just read a little bit about him from the bbc website so the first african prose writer published in england sancho became a financially independent male householder and the first known black british voter so back in those times you couldn't um vote unless you uh, were a landowner or owned your own home uh, and that actually didn't change that that actually uh didn't change until like the suffragettes movement so when that suffragettes movement we always remember it and celebrate it as being Oh, women vote, but actually it included that period included a lot of men as well like basically every person could vote that's mad yeah so even men if you, if you didn't own your own house or land you couldn't vote before then either so this guy Ignatius Sancho is born on a slave ship um, his actual birthplace is unknown when his mother died and his father committed suicide the orphan Sancho was taken to England working as a butler his intelligence was recognised by his, his employer the Duke of Montague who sponsored his creative endeavours Sancho wrote plays, poetry and music, then set up shop in Westminster, which became a meeting place for writers, artists and musicians. Sancho counted Samuel Johnson, Lawrence Stern and David Garrick among his friends. So again, uh, for Black History Month, I thought I'd uh, make my throwback a little bit different. Um, So yeah, the first known black British voter, Ignatius Sancho. That's a that's very thoughtful, and uh, that's not a movie or a, or a song, but but I'm gonna let you go with it. <laughs> um, so I, I'm gonna be a little less. Um, I, I can't even think of the word right now. Sentimental. Cause, yeah, because I've just been running around. I don't know if you guys caught all that background noise, but basically my son woke up, struggling. So I just went ran off and made him some milk and that. But um, but I'm just gonna stick to the norm. So the the song I'm gonna. Uh, throwback to is a song called Tuck In Your Belly I don't know if you ever heard that song My God Tuck In Your Belly it's like a the guy is sung by a guy called Mr. Evil Um, but yeah basically it's a throwback it must have been like 2007 or something when I heard this song I don't even know when it was released Um, but I was in we went to a tournament in Austria and this song was being played by one of the other guys that was that were with us, and he was just playing it over and over and over again. Yeah. And it got to the point where everyone was like, "Galliano, your belly look And is basically the gist of the song is, if you're over thirty, you had a kid, whatever, stop wearing like uh, crop tops, showing off your stomach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that that was the uh, the one. I was gonna try and. Um, there was a an obscure movie that I was trying to trying to remember the name of uh, over the weekend, but for the life of me, I couldn't I couldn't get it. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm gonna re- make a, a recommendation, even if you're if you're not a fan of like Asian uh, Asian movies and stuff. Yeah. The, there's a film called Three Idiots. It's a Hindi movie. Yeah. It's bloody good. Okay. It's bloody good. I okay. tell you that, mate. It's bloody good. Jolly good. Yeah, if if you're, it is a little bit long. Yeah. But it's a great movie, man. Okay. Like I can't I can't emphasize it enough. Cool. cool. Uh, I'm not gonna give you any of the storyline, but yeah, check check it out. Cool. Idiots. Okay. Uh, also, remember we're on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud, whichever is easiest for you to get onto. Uh, and one quick thing, I was just thinking, we, we're on. doing all these um, uh, throwback songs and everything. Yeah. Um, we should do a playlist on uh, Spotify. 
Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna do. So I think I think that's something we can get get done fairly quickly. Yeah, throw yeah, those on. Throw throw our tracks on there and let you guys uh, listen to that shit and give us some feedback. Yeah, definitely, definitely. About my weird random. <laughs> like, I think the other the other week I I did an old school, uh, like a what was it? Was it the, uh, what a wonderful world or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Sam yeah. Cooke. Yeah, yeah. And then this week I'm talking about some weird gangster <laughs> reggae. So yeah, and then I had Dizzy Rascal in between. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um, but yeah, yeah. Check us out. We'll we'll definitely do it. Just search uh, NGA podcasts. Yeah. And uh, we'll get the uh, the next episode after this one should be uploaded kind of quick because we already made it. That's right. Cool. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.